しさにまぶたを閉じた君のこと誰の目にも触れない影に Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Class 1A Popped Off's My Hero Academia podcast. As always, my name is Andrew Nemsgren, and I will be your host. And alongside me, I have James Graham and Dylan Beale. And how are you guys doing? I just want to say he's back. He's back. I'm excited. <laughs> We don't get to talk about it yet, but he is back. He's back. And that's back. all I need to say to know that these chapters are five good chapters. But they're great even on top of that. I love this yeah, series. Yeah, actually, I, I was just thinking that too, is these chapters were just really good. Like, it was just really good manga. Yeah, no, I, was, uh, I, was, I wasn't even disappointed with the part that didn't include him. Like, like, and that's rare for me as such a big him stan, I guess. We'll, we'll get into it. Like, okay, we yeah, can say, yeah, we can okay, say yeah, his yeah. name, but I was just doing that to get yeah, off fun. No, before we get into that, we'll talk about Nakadas, we'll talk about Midnight Aizawa. So many heroes, so many vigilantes in these chapters. But first, let's go through the rigor world before we jump into the chapters. Yeah, make sure you tell all your friends about us and make sure that you leave us a five star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Yeah, and if you have any uh, suggestion, suggestions for additional notes, anything like you want us to hear us do on the show, anything like that, hit us up on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at poppedoff.com. Perfect. But with that, let's jump into Vigilantes chapters 41 through 45. I almost said 50. I've read up to 50, though. These chapters get really good. I couldn't stop myself. But with chapter 41. We see Koichi finally released the power move that he held up at the end of last chapter, which ended up being the Crawler's Shooty Go Blam. I'm going to talk about this later. Koichi pisses me off more and more about the chapters, but that's beside the point. Koichi does that at the,、um, shoots at the villain, but it really doesn't do anything, but just pisses him off even more. Koichi keeps running around the warehouse until Aizawa captures the villain and hangs him from one of the beams. But one of them ends up getting a little too close to Octoid while he's tangled, and he ends up pretty much bringing down the whole storage shed. And the Octoid ends up escaping and runs away until he goes in the alley where he runs into the speed villain that we've seen a couple times in the past. He easily defeats the, the speed villain, easily defeats the Octoid, takes some of his blood, and starts to leave. But the Octoid throws a stone and hits him and kind of leaves a little scar. He monologues about a scar that he has and how this is the only one he wants, and because of this one, he pretty much tries to kill the Octoid and is just about to do it. But then Koichi yells, telling him to stay away from the Octoid, and he ends up running away. And the、um, villain ends up living just in time.、Um, but then later in on the day,、um, the following day, Aizawa、um, sees Koichi on the street. Koichi tries to go up and talk to him, but Aizawa still doesn't like him, so that is where that chapter ends. Um, chapter 42, Koichi and the Mad Hatters, the traveling band that goes around with Pop to all of her performances, are going to a mixer with some girls from her college. They're all chatting until two of the girls get up to go to the bathroom, and we, we realize that it's Midnight and Pop in disguises. We learn that Midnight is trying to figure out who is supplying Trigger at these mixers, with the prime subject being one of the girls that is currently at this mixer, who is planning a lot of the different mixers. Back at the event, the planner Rin. Who is starting to despise the event gets up and starts to leave, but collapses and started, starts to throw up. Koichi instantly rushes over and starts to help her and starts taking care of her. And Rin is touched by the interaction and starts kind of having, I don't know, I wouldn't say feelings, but a better emotional state with him.、Um, and meanwhile, Hina, the other girl that is with Rin, rushes to the bathroom after taking the vomit covered rag. Kind of looks like she sniffs it and then pulls out trigger and starts being, getting that prepared to use. 
Um, chapter 43, the mixer continues, and basically all the girls are now all over Koichi for one reason or another. Hina returns from the bathroom, unrecognizable in a different outfit, and starts to put trigger in all the drinks, trying to force Koichi to drink it. At this point, we learn that there is a new, lower level of trigger that just makes people quirks go a little out of control. The police believe that is for the villain factory can easily define the really good quirks to take, and then transform those people at the factory. Meanwhile, back at the event, the drinks Hina spiked end up going to a different table and start causing patrons from across the bar to have their quirks start to freak out. Midnight uses her quirk to cause all the men in the restaurant to um, pass out, as she does, and then she confronts Hina about her use of trigger. Hina basically confesses and just gives herself up, and the next day Midnight is congratulated for figuring out, and they have a little bit of conversation around that. Chapter 44, Midnight and Izawa are both called to know that Koichi is trying to bring a villain to them. He ends up bringing it to the Hata Brothers shop, where Izawa takes care of him quickly. Um, the detective, Namosa, ends up uh, arriving, but before Koichi leaves, he asks Izawa not to say anything about the blast to pop. He just kind of looks at Koichi and he's like, I don't care, just go away. Um, and that's kind of where that ends there. And then meanwhile, in Hong Kong, we see a bearded traveler shows up to get drugs from a sketchy guy in the store using passcodes, all those kind of things. Finds out that the passcode is out of date because the drug, drug dealer is being more secretive than ever. And finally, we learn that it is revealed that this is Knuckle Duster, and he actually used to be the Jap Japanese hero known as O'Clock that we've heard about a couple times in this series already. He basically beats them all up and leaves with some information. And then the last chapter, chapter 45, Soga and his friends are at the hospital taking care of Tamiyo. Um, they're just talking about how Tamiyo used to play as a guitar to piss off her dad. Doesn't really have any interest in it now. Um, Knuckle Duster shows back up, and Tamiyo instantly insults his cool beard. I don't think he's that's necessary, but... Yeah, so we're gonna say just a little bit longer while he goes and meet an old friend. And later in, on that day, Knuckle Duster meets a different detective who's aware of his past as old clock. Knuckle hands over a memory card with information he could get on Hong, um, on Trigger in Hong Kong. Um, when he is about to leave, the detective tells him he found a villain with a very similar quirk to his old one. And then pretty much it tells the detective to shoot to kill, because otherwise you're never going to get him. And then he ends up saying, well, I'll just kill him if you guys won't. And then he's kind of looking down on Koichi running away from the villain in chapter 44. Doesn't really do anything and clearly doesn't seem interested in letting people know that he's back. So a little scramble, a little bit more information than I usually give in chapters. But there's a lot of good content in these chapters. New trigger, new um, villains, all that kind of stuff. So... Overall, how do you feel about him? We started off the top of the show feeling good about him, but I really liked it. Um, I really liked the parts that were just uh, were just like midnight uh, undercover and Koichi being fucking dumb. <laughs> um, those were just really good parts of the chapters. Um, I thought it was like kind of like an interesting like mystery that was going on, um, and it unfolded in like a pretty good way. It showcases how like just socially inept koichi is he's just he's a wet noodle he's a wet, wet, blanket. Him a he's, wet he's a, he's noodle. A wet blanket is what he is he's a he's a mood killer right and he just sits there and he's he's unaware of anything that's happening but somehow everybody ends up falling for him which is hilarious because he's just a good dude take notes lads he's a good guy he's a normal no he's a loser okay but before before we get the we're, these are like chapters 42 yeah, yeah, 43 but, i want to talk about chapter 41 just because of, no, and I'm not trying to cut you off. I just have such a big issue with it. I want to get off the top of the show. Why can Koichi not give us a single good name for any of his? No, that was a good name. 
No, it wasn't. Yeah. Shooty Go Blam? Shooty Go Blam? Shooty Go Blam. Shooty Go Blam, a.k.a. SGB. It's even called. No, no, no. It's not SGB. It's The Crawler's SGB. Like, okay, Shooty Go Blam, you can maybe get away with it. But when you add in The Crawler, his own hero name, that's like calling it All Might's United States of Smash. Like, yelling that out when he punched. That sounds dumb. Just call it Shooty Go Blam, or actually call it something cool. Yeah, but he. But he's also like he's he on. monologues like the type of hero he is every time he jumps into the fray, man. That's what he does all the time. That's just cool. He, he's an idiot, man. But he's a good idiot. Oh, That's the, the, we love him. Yeah, he's a like he's he's a we, redeemable idiot. We do love him, but come on, like what was like I I don't know I like every ability name he comes up with i just have a i have an issue with it. i don't have a real issue with it but i have an issue we're gonna with get the, the end but of the series is gonna be him coming up with a good name that's how they're gonna end the series probably <laughs> no probably not no i, I can think this is the new I, can, I can pray but the one thing i'm really good i really am happy about svg is that it wasn't overpowered like at the end of the last chapter they're loading it up like wow koichi's about to blow this guy away but nope it still just pisses him off. It's a stronger version of his blast, but he didn't go from a little kid off the street to an instant pro hero with the one ability. It was that he still needs to level up. And that's something I was kind of worried about. Like, even if Koichi would have blasted this giant villain on his back, that would have seemed unbelievably powerful for having that ability for like a day. So I'm really happy how they handled that quirk despite the name. I really like the new ability. And still continuing with that trend of him getting new abilities, but he's not getting overpowered. Like, he still needs to level up and use it more and more. So they did that in a really good way. I think they're really setting up, though, for kind of, like, not a falling out, but, like, a, a big, like, internal um, fight between him and Pop. Um, yep. Just the whole, like, hey, you, 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 know, you know Pop, don't tell her about this. And then, I, obviously, as I was going, I just don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think I think it is setting up for like a pretty big internal fight between them, um, which one getting really sad for. But it's coming, it's coming, boys. Prepare yourselves. Can we also talk about how Izawa has just got like a branch of his own agency in their in their neighborhood, just with the, with the boys, dude? That whole they keep mentioning like I thought this was like an off branch of Izawa's agency. <laughs> like no. <laughs> And then I was, I was like, yeah, it basically, basically is. <laughs> yeah, no, like that whole that like, and they're consistently showing up. Like these guys aren't going anywhere, right? So it's nice. And even even the big dude is like coming in. Like he's a he's a good dude too. Like that that whole like I've yet to be really um like irritated with any character that's been introduced. Like everybody's been everybody's been great, yeah. especially that that's reoccurring, right? So yeah, that whole thing is expect like is a good time. Plus the the the, the spawn of uh, Tr- Thomas the Tank Engine villains. Oh my god, <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> that was so weird. That was such a weird villain. Like that's just uh, he just wanted to throw that in there because he didn't know what else to do for a villain to have Koichi running away and like not having to be a big deal. But um, something else I want to mention. I mentioned it like when we were just kind of getting ready for the show. I love Aizawa more in this series than I do in My Hero. Obviously, it's because we get so many more interactions with them, and we get him outside of dealing with classmates and seeing like how he actually kind of is as a hero. And like the Hoda brothers, like they're talking about something super seriously, but all of a sudden he just starts insulting people. It's like, yep, yeah, there he goes, that's Aizawa. And I just think you really get to see his true personality, and a lot of this is before he's teaching still. 
But this is just showing a different side of him. And even Midnight 2, James, you said in the pre-show that she's more bearable to you than in the show. And I agree. She's a different character here. And I really like seeing them flushed out so much. Yeah, I mean... I, I would Go ahead. I would say it's not really a different character. Um, it's just we get... A different lot, version of the well, character. Well, we get a lot more of the character. Because before, it's more of, like, Midnight just showing up, giving us the one-liner, then leaving. But this, it's like, okay, let's have, like, a whole chapter that Midnight's in doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, that's the big thing, right? Is, like, you just don't get the theatrics of one character just to basically showcase what they're all about. Because that's basically what they do in the show. You only have so much time to work with, so it's like, okay, we're going to give you the theme of this this character and that's what you're going to kind of learn to know them by right but with this you get so much more and like i i really like it with midnight like how she does basically like i mean she does very like midnight-esque things which is like okay i'm gonna dress up i'm gonna infiltrate and like you know because she can do that where aizawa can't um and yeah just like even when she's doing hero work she's still trying to be like a mentor which i really like too um, it's like, I mean, she's got this weird, like, I, I don't want to call it motherly energy, but like, that's what she always tries to do is that like she, her big thing is about kids and stuff like that in youth. And she always tries to like guide them in the right direction, even when she's busting them. So like, I mean, I just like getting that much more of a, like a flushed out midnight, right? It's, 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 it's good to read about. She did make one comment at the end of chapter oh. 43 when Hino was, like, confessing to her. <laughs> it's like, I like him with emotional trauma or something kind of like that. And pops in the back, like, excuse me? But that's midnight, though. Like, it's, still, like it's still midnight, right? So it's like, I'm not... Exactly. And that's kind of what you're going back to. Like, it is the same character, like Dylan was saying. But, like, in the anime, that's all we would have saw of her, is making that one one-liner. But in Vigilantes, we get the entire two chapters lead up to that one chapter. So I think that um, was a really good part of her. And just that those whole two kind of mixer chapters were really fun. And the idea of how Trigger keeps evolving so quickly, I I, I think there's going to be a big blow up between Pop. But I really feel like we're going to have to start learning more behind Trigger soon. I don't think we have to, but I think we're going to. Is that like they just keep changing it so quickly. And I want to know what the reasons are of, not having the same type of villains for too long, I guess. I guess not to make vigilantes boring, or I don't know why they keep going well, from like okay, instant villains to modified villains. I, I think I think it's just uh just like how it's like being played out because like they don't know what they want to do from Trigger quite yet, um and not not in terms of the show, but I mean or and not in terms of the manga, but I mean in, in terms of like the actual villains themselves, which I means it, it makes sense because the basis of Trigger it's still doing the same thing, like it's not. Like it, it still enhances quirks. They're just like, uh, like slightly modifying what the what the add-ons basically are for it. Yeah. Um. I don't think we're really gonna see too too much of it. I mean, by this point, we know a lot about it. Um. I think it's probably gonna play out and probably play a little bit into like, um, like the overall villain. But I I don't know. I think I I don't think we'll learn too too much about it. Besides like the origins of where it comes from. Yeah, and we're getting a good flushing out of, like, how they're trying to basically, like, how their, their, their thought process is evolving, you know what I mean? Like, like they, like, I think it's, it's Aizawa, the brothers, and somebody else are, like, discussing how they're kind of dealing with this, this, this new version of Trigger, where it's not, okay, we're gonna create instant villains, and they're gonna go on a rampage, it's, we're gonna make quirks go nuts, identify these people, kidnap them, and then genetically modify them, right? So, and I think that's, like, I think it's cool that they've shifted and it's evolved 
even though we're only like 40 chapters in, you know what I mean? Like, I think that it's a, like a good, it shows that the, like the criminal element is still like, it's not, it's not stagnant, which I really like. And you're not getting like 45 chapters of like, okay, we're still chasing the same big bad with the same MO. You're kind of, you're, you know, you, they're, they're adapting, right? Which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, that's a good point. And um, we're actually, I think we're almost halfway caught up now. We're getting, yeah, we like, we're getting through this series. We'll be caught up, not soon, but we're getting there. And I can't, I, this is going to drive me crazy when I have to wait every two weeks for a new chapter of this coming out. Like, I'm dreading that day. But we still have some time before we get to that. But no, I think that's a really um, good point about it. And I think, like, you gotta give the props to Villain. Like, that's kind of a good idea. Oh, it's idea so cool, yeah. Of, like, like, a villain seems smarter in this, too. I mean, outside of Overhaul, who was obviously a genius, but, like, a lot of the other villains, like My Hero, early on at least, kind of seem more goofy and all that. Like, now these villain factory guys are smart as hell. They're kind of creepy, and they can somehow steal quirks. Wonder how. Maybe goes back to being all for one, being the big bad in the end. Wait, you think you think just because they could steal quirks, it somehow goes back to how else can yes? <laughs> I, I think that's one for one in the My Hero universe. It's one for one unless they're setting us up for like a big misdirection. Is that some? Well, I guess could um nine take them before? Yeah, nine could take them before um from the second movie, but he just couldn't take that many until after he was modified. Oh, I'm trying to remember how they. The origin of nine, yeah, because like I mean, that actually wouldn't be bad, and that would kind of tie in. I'm not saying it's no, going no, to no, be no, nine, but I'm saying, but I'm saying that would be someone else that could take one quirk, yeah. but giving it to someone else feels yeah, weird. exactly. Because nine awful. couldn't give them to other people; he could just kind of hold on to them, and that was it. I can't remember how he even got rid of them. I like I can't, um, but I mean, it'd be cool. It'd be cool working, right? Like I mean, especially of a movie that I think we praise significantly higher than uh, two heroes like i mean seeing seeing nine get worked in there or even like some cameos from their villains too no. like chimera and stuff like give me give me i don't think we'll no, see give any me chimera in some other me like in some other oh, yeah well chimera was sick yeah he, we will not i'm, I'm fine with chimera i'm not fine with nine i, I was just kind of i was just kind of using that as like oh there are other people yeah, that can so take it wouldn't work. be surprising if there was like a big bad that can do the same thing just on a lesser scale well i mean couldn't we see like uh some sort of Thing that takes away quirks too because i mean like a machine no i mean um is so like at the end of the the last season didn't they have the bullets that took took away quirks yeah we had the drug that removed yeah but quirks yeah yeah i mean why why couldn't that be part of it yeah we could get a working with like overhaul in like the earlier season. no i mean not not even overhaul because he didn't develop it Right. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, th- th- we could get the origin story of the the quirk removal drug. I mean, it would make sense because like we're getting the origin of the trigger. Why not get the origin of the quirk removal drug? Because it's not quirk removal. Removing in the knuckle duster being back. Oh, baby. Knuckle duster is o'clock, and he lost his quirk. He had his quirk stolen. It's in the manga we had it that's he had it removed. removed he had it removed so that's was it, removed it was removed or the, or stolen? Wait, wait, I, wait, I, I don't think it's it hasn't been proven it's stolen right that's that's the the dialogue that the the uh, the gang members are saying to knuckle duster is it's you know he is it because they don't call him o'clock either they call him they call him the the hyper quad fist and then they say yeah known as yeah o'clock. known as o'clock and then they say the hero who 
had his face split open and had his cork removed. That I'm pretty sure is like almost verbatim. No, got his a guy got his face split and cork. Oh, it stole. says stolen. Okay. No, no, it, it says stolen, but it does it literally mean that his cork went yes. to someone else? Because we see the speed villain with it. It it could be his own. You don't know that. I mean, he does. He does like he does like. So that guy, I don't know, man. He's got a picture of O'Clock in his room. He's got a scar. Calls him master. Yeah, he calls him master. He's got a scar that he's trying to outdo the number of punches that over um, O'Clock could do with it. So two clocks trying to do more than O'Clock. So I think it's. I need no, to. I need. I need to. Ex- not I need to express though. When Dylan messaged me last night and was like, "Did you? Re- I know you haven't read the chapters yet. Tell me when you read the chapters." I was like, "Okay." I'll go read the chapters. So as soon as I did, because I was going to read them later on, to find out that my favorite character is the previous character that I wanted to learn more about, and I was pissed that I didn't get more of it. It's like it's it's the happiest thing I could have. O'Clock, you want I to wanted learn to learn so him? much about O'Clock because he's like again, like he's one of like the like the uh, like the Silver Age uh, heroes, right? Like he's you know he's back from one of the guys from back in the day, right? So to get like not only to figure out what happened to him be able to find out more about him and him for also to be knuckle duster it's like i i it's a win-win-win man i'm stoked i I think it makes a lot of sense too like i'm glad that they tied that in somehow because like they needed to explain why he was like so knowledgeable about this whole hero stuff and so i'm glad that they fit it in some way um but i am excited to figure out how he got his quirk taken yeah i am too and like I told Dylan this when you before you got in the call this morning, James. But I've known about this reveal that he was uh well that he was a hero for like since like chapter eight because I had a spoiler for oh, me an accident no. by someone. So I didn't know when it was gonna come, but knowing that Knuckle Duster was a hero the entire time all this shit was happening, and like I like I didn't know much about. It. I still don't know much. Like right now, you're caught up as yeah. I am. But just knowing that reveal was coming made me love Knuckle Duster so much more. A- Andrew absolutely taking the bullet for everyone. <laughs> yeah, just no- a- a- <laughs> the, the, the spoil the spoiler was coming out. Andrew jumped in front of it and saved all yeah. you podcast listeners. It was in it was in one of our special episodes. Someone spoiled it for me, and I had to edit it out, and I masterfully edited that out. None of you guys even know. I don't even it was remember. Edited. Yeah, I'm wow. I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked. I'd... Absolutely saved. Wow. Thanks, thanks. Our, Andrew. Bo- our boy jumped in the grenade for us. Yeah. Nonetheless, these were some really good chapters, and like I said, I've already read up to fifty <laughs> boys. It doesn't get, it doesn't stop. It just goes up from can here. Can we can but... we talk really quick though about the this weird dynamic? Not even weird. It's kind of wholesome that like Soga and Knuckle Duster, and Knuckle Duster's daughter are like is kind of developing, like. I love Soga. Soga's Soga such a good dude. He was a man. dick early on. He's one of my favorite characters that shows up once every ten chapters. Yeah, no, Soga's great. Soga's like the the less like explosive Bakugo with the same like moral compass. Like I I think that's where I'm kind of drawing the parallel. But I mean like yeah, dude, he's he's great. Like I I I really want more of him to kind of to show. I was a little sad though to find out that Knuckle Duster and his daughter still kind of don't get along yeah together. they're not happy yeah that's sad it is sad and we've confirmed that his wife died pretty much right yeah i think i think pretty much yeah because otherwise she would have been there at some point we would have seen her one point with her a mention of it and i don't like the hate of knuckle duster the beard, beard looks good i'm a fan of the beard. oh he looks it's sick a, yeah the beard's a good look he left a good looking beard yeah but i like and I, i'm curious to see what happens with him in like 
Koichi and Pop because like Koichi like straight up was like that was him that was him and I'm just gonna keep going right but then he second guessed it like oh maybe it wasn't yeah, but, I don't know man Koichi... like he was bearded he was he bearded, was bearded he's basically Cognito at this point <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, but, but I mean I he's I think he's probably gonna show up uh, fairly soon because he's just like I should probably shave this thing I forgot to shave he's probably gonna shave show up and like we're gonna have a thing happen. A thing, thing. yeah, like a big, like it's probably gonna be like a big fight or like like between like the villain or it's gonna be something, a big event. He's not oh, just like, you know that showdown is coming between two o'clock and o o'clock, and I'm excited yeah, for that. Yeah, like he's not he's not gonna just show up and they're gonna be like, okay, let's let's go chill and watch Pop perform or anything. It's like <laughs> it's gonna be a big event. I'm a. Uh, I agree. Yeah. the The only the other thing I'm curious about too is um how they're. Uh, how they're gonna like is he gonna is he gonna take back like the the bandana and the you know the bare knuckle or the uh, brass knuckles and stuff like that how they're gonna work that in because i think that's gonna be our like, point of the anymore. big reveal is that like the the bag's gone like that's gonna be it but i guess we'll just have to wait till next week to find out boys but bef- to well next episode you know what i mean but before we do sign off for today we got giveaway plus ultra reward James, do I need to ask who user is going to be this uh, week? Like, it, it kind of, it has to be, dude. I can't, I can't break character. <laughs> like, it's gotta, it's gotta be Knuckle Duster coming back. It, it really does. But I, I, Midnight is a huge runner-up though, and like real close, real close, because she masterfully, you know, coverted her way into it. And like, not to rip on Midnight, but like, it's, it's constantly acknowledged that she's like not an older woman, but she like should kind of stand out a little more. And she's a sophomore at a women's college, like, so I think that she made it work. Hmm. She, she does, made it she work. Does, she made it work. So, but I'm still going with Knuckle Duster. Dylan, you got a grim on your face. Like, you just it's, got that smirk it's on your midnight. face right now. It's midnight. Um, I, I, I think this is a really great showing from midnight. It was really cool to get more insight into her. Uh, we don't get to hear too much about her in the show, so I was like really excited um, that we got like a full, like chapter of her. You know. Not just doing those random one line like aha like isn't it so funny that she's so hot like it was like actual midnight showing up doing cool covert off stuff, being cool putting everyone to sleep and then being like yeah I'm doing this because I'm a, I'm trying to be a good mentor to the youth. <laughs> it was sick. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, also, I love the 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 more uh, relationship teasing that we get um, all the time, literally constantly. I I I thrive on the Koichi pop. A relationship to you. I know you do. You <laughs> it literally sustains my for life. a reason. What about you, Andrew? Midnight is a super close follow-up for me. I want to give it to Aizawa. Oh, These chapters reassured how much I love him. First off, actually capturing the villain, the first one, but then the next stage is giving Koichi a death glare. And when Koichi comes to talk to him, he's like, I hate your guts, but I also am going to work with you. And just kind of seeing a lot more of that. And even the whole undercover thing with Midnight... It was originally just assigned to Aizawa. He's like, I'm not doing this. Give it to Midnight. She'd be better. And then kind of took the credit after the fact for doing such a good job of assigning Midnight to it. I'm like, I love him. He had so many good lines. I just love his character in the anime. But through Vigilantes, he's become one of my top three favorite characters in all of the My Hero universe. So I, I want to add something in here because um, what you said made me think of something. The the crew is connected now they uh pop has uh midnight's number um 
uh, Koichi like knows Aizawa. They're like they, they and, know each other. Um, Tenya. And, and yeah. Um, no Tensei. Sorry. Yeah, Tensei. They have his number as well. Like they're and, and Captain Celebrity. And Captain Celebrity. They they yeah. they're actually connected now to heroes. And they're recognized by Fat Gum. Yeah, and, fa- and Fat Gum knows them too. Yeah, like I mean, there's like. Man, I forgot Fat Gum was in the series already. I wanted more Fat Gum. This is ma- this is making me mad now that I brought up his name. But I also like I also like the fact too, just to kind of close on that they they recognize that some heroes are, or some villains are like out of their wheelhouse, and they are always being like, "Hey, you know, Midnight," or "Hey, Aizawa," or you know, "Hey," well, I guess they haven't really gone back to Tensei, but I mean, like. They, they 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 recognize when they're like out of their league and they try and actively deal with it which i think is such a more realistic approach than being like oh let's try and go deal with them again you know what i mean yeah no i agree but i think that's a good place to wrap up this week's episode of class 1a thank you all so much for listening yeah and make sure to hit us with that five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on and if you want to send us a dm reach out to us go to twitter.com slash popped underscore off we read all your dms we love them it, it that also sustains me if we don't get relationship teasing please send us dms because that also sustains me um and make sure you go to poppedoff.com we post all the stuff we do we do a ton of stuff now we put out a ton of content so even if you want stuff that's not uh, my hero academia go to poppedoff.com we got stuff on there but with that that'll be all for this week's episode we hope to see you all back in class next saturday Bye, Mom, too.